I ain't gonna expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Hush, hush, stop. Yeah. They love me. Let's see if your parents raise you. It's deeper than the physical. What up, fam? <laughs> Welcome back to the juxtaposition, everyone. Amen. Welcome back to the juxtaposition. I'm Nanners. And I'm here with lovely people again. So how's... Huh? <laughs> My name Just is Bernice. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll introduce them. Do you want us to look at the camera? Sorry. No, no, no. You, you can, can look. You yeah. can look how you want. You know, you look can look. Mostly. You know, we're just gonna keep it rolling. You know. So I'm Nana. Like I said, this is Janet. Say hi, Janet. Hello. This is Bernice. <laughs> this is Matula. Oh my gosh, Matula, so amazing. Oh my gosh, she's so amazing. She's one of the best women I ever met in my life. That's a fact. This is Jaden Van Veen, not Van Vliet, Van Veen. Yeah, the name is powerful. Yes. The name is super powerful. So if you see Jaden on the street, just know he's the greatest. Jaden's a great man too. Jaden's amazing. He helps us in Cheddar's ministry too. So shout out to Jaden. We're back with an episode. Boom, that's how you start a podcast. Everybody? Nice. Let's go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, guys. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Why am I sharing my video? No, 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 you can, yeah, you don't need to, come on. Yes, we are back. I hope you guys listened to the previous episode of this uh, series of, like, talking about dating singleness and just embracing the season that we're in. So as Nana introduced, we have special guests. We have Jaden. What's up? There you go. And we have Mathula. Hey, everyone. And so, yes, these are our special guests. It's going to be a great time. They have some great wisdom, and they're just cool people. That's just yeah, what it cool. is. Cool. So let's start it off. Yep. We're going to go right into it. What is your status? Since we're talking about singleness and dating and all that relationship talk, what is? who wants to go first? Who wants to break the ice? Well, I'm single. Okay. That's it. <laughs> said I'm single. She said it's not complicated. Just it's just single. Just, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm single, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm single too. Same. Same. <laughs> so we everybody. Kenneth is our audio guy. Just Kenneth is single. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> single too. Yeah. So everybody here is single. <laughs> Everyone here is single. So we're coming from different perspectives. So I, actually, the first question I wanted to know is like, what is your dating experience? Have you guys dated before? Are you always been single? Because honestly. Some of us can be like, I've recently been single or I've always been single. So what, what is that for you guys? Where are you guys at? Me personally, I have always been single. I've never been in, in a real relationship. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of reasons for that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, probably the biggest one um, I don't think I was ready for a relationship. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I've been in a place like the last number of years where I was ready for a, a relationship. Um, not just in that physical headspace, but spiritually with God. Mm-hmm. Like something I've really learned over the past year was um, I wanted a relationship. Like if you asked me a few years ago, are you ready for a relationship? I would have said, yeah, for sure I am. But um, looking back, God has really showed that no you weren't (laughs) like you had a lot of work to do and that work is still still going on um to be ready to really take on a a relationship and be a strong Christian man and lead a relationship so um 
yeah, that work's undergoing still, but I'm definitely making lots of progress. Mm. Mm. Nice. That's good. Um, for me, honestly, I haven't dated much. I probably haven't dated at all, actually. Mm. In yeah. your life? In my life. Like, I don't, I have, I have not been in a relationship since high school. Wow. So, yeah, I would say that yeah. barely counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this that's, point, that barely counts. That doesn't. Does it? Seven years. It doesn't count. Seven years is generous. (laughs) It's true though. Like high school relationships are definitely different. And in terms of when you get into your twenties, it's yeah, that's a different ball game. It's a different ball game. You're a different person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like I never. I don't know why I think that. Like because. I don't know. Like when I thought you guys with your experience that you sh- guys share and like it seems like you have that wisdom in terms of like being in a relationship, but I have been in that same season too and I feel like it was always so weird, super weird. It was mm-hmm. super like it was an odd person out. Where like mm-hmm. when I was in high school, like I was never I never had that um, experience, experience mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I I wish to have that experience, but I'm yeah. like as Jana was saying, like I wasn't ready for that. I used to think, oh yeah, you know what? Everyone's getting a relationship. I yeah. want to get in the relationship. But thinking about it too now and actually really thinking about yourself, like I have a lot of selfish needs and wants that wouldn't be good in a relationship yeah. and mm-hmm. good to serve another person. It's like God is actually working on you and you think like, oh, you know, he's not answering my prayer, but he's actually saving you for the right person yeah. at the right time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, you have no business dating in high school, to be honest. It's no true, though. business at all. Like, That's one thing I took talk about it. You gotta talk about Every year, like you're 9, 10, 11, 12, always seeking who's next. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, like literally looking at each girl, like, who's next. But it's like, now I think about it, it's like, I have no business being in a relationship with Grito because that's the last thing, you know? Damn. Yeah, so I think you're so vulnerable in high school. Yeah, you're not, you're not grown. Your mind isn't isn't developed. developed. Yeah, no, it's, it's not true. developed to yeah, where it should be to re- to handle a real relationship. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know people. Be. I know people that have been dating from grade nine till now, which is okay. I mean, that happens. But it's like, do you know yourself like without that person? Like, you know, yeah. that's the scary part. You know. So thank God, like yeah. my relationship ended in grade twelve. I thank Jesus. I probably wouldn't have like met these guys or like been connected to the church. Probably would have been living in deep sin. Yeah. So yeah. you know, rejection is uh, a blessing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But um, how would like you say that since you haven't dated in a while, what is your outlook on dating in this generation and just looking about how social media is right now and just the dating pool and how um, it's seen now. Hmm. Compared to back then, of course, when you guys maybe yeah. were in high school. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit of a twofold. So I mm-hmm. think we have access to more people than we've ever had access to. Mm-hmm. Like, you could literally meet and connect with someone anywhere in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And I think that's actually pretty incredible. Yeah. Like, your pool, if you wanted it, it could be very, very yeah. vast and wide. Right. But at the same time, I feel like we're hyper-connected, but also not connected with ourselves and not really connected with each Mm. other so it's a bit of 
a convoluted lens. Like when you think about social media, it's like, wow, I could literally hit up anybody Mm -hmm. and there's an opportunity to have a potential match, whatever it is. But then at the same time, because of social media, I think we've gone so used to like seeing the world in a curated way. Mm -hmm. Even when we approach dating, it's more of a checklist in a way that it wasn't before. Like I feel that with all relationships, not even romantic relationships, we've lost like that curiosity of getting to know someone mm-hmm. and like that desire of just like exploration and just like that curiosity that yeah. builds up. And I feel like because of that, it almost stunts our dating experience. Literally, it's like yeah. a check market or yeah. it's like, especially in Christian circles, it's like, I got to meet the one, I got to get married, yeah. they got to yeah. meet all of these things. Yeah. And it's like, but you're not really getting to know someone. Or like you're not maybe asking the right questions because you're not allowing yourself to kind of have your guards down and like understand someone and see them in their fullness. So then it's just like, oh, you know what? This person doesn't meet this and this and this, so they're just not gonna work for me. And it's Mm -hmm. like they might actually if you just were a little bit more open, but. I definitely agree with that because it's like social media definitely blurs it messes you up. Yeah, it, it really just does. Gets, just gives you this distorted view of what a person should be like, what they should look like, what they should have, and so now you're like you said these checklists. And so if they don't even get the top, t- like the first two, it's like bye next. And so you're going through all these people. It's like you're going through all these cards, and you may have actually gone to the person that's meant for you or that would have been a good match, but you're so focused on like getting those first two checklists at least those two marks off and everything if it's not then bye mm-hmm. do you feel like that because i don't feel like that is it that is like is that a, like a woman thing like mm. I, i'm just trying to like connect with a guy right now <laughs> i i for me it's like i don't even look towards social media anymore i think because i'm not on it as much mm-hmm. is that i don't even think of like oh i'm gonna meet someone off of social media or um, this person has to look like this because I'm on social media. But it's like, not even like that, though. Because it's not even like you're looking to social media to find the person, but it still distorts your view of, like, when you actually see somebody in the public. Like, like you walk around yeah. with a filter, yeah, almost. And basically. you don't even realize it. Yeah. That's like, we're I mean. so deep in social media, I don't think we actually realize how, how much it impacts yeah. us. Sure. Give me an example. I need you to go a little bit deeper. Like, in terms of the filter, like, we walk around with a filter. Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, that's hard to... I mean, mm. I so we walk around with a filter. So maybe just our perceptions of what we think people should be. So I think we feel like everything should be neatly wrapped up. Mm-hmm. The way that a post is neatly wrapped up. It has its filter, it has its caption, it has all of that. Mm-hmm. So maybe for a young, like a woman, you know, she sees a guy and she wants someone who is maybe a provider mm-hmm. or who's able to offer certain things. But when she sees him in like a natural kind of environment, you're going to see a person in more of their fullness. So you're going to see their flaws. You're going to see some of their insecurities. You're going to see areas where they're lacking and areas where they're kind of weak and maybe mm-hmm. they suck. Mm-hmm. But because of that, like you're not able to see that maybe this person actually has a lot of like the things that I desire, but like I see the other parts. Mm-hmm. And like it's just not going to work for and me. Those other parts are overtaking. Yeah, it's overtaking it. Or it's yeah. like that's just not an option because of that. On social media, we only see what they want you to see. And so people see all these beautiful relationships, in quotation marks, beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they see that and they want that. And they want that for for the status symbol, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like people want to be seen in a relationship. They don't want to be seen as single. They want to be seen as wanted, as wanted by someone and as wanted by people. So 
I feel like dating in, in our current society is really superficial, mm. like especially with the online dating. I, I've tried online dating. It's, it's not, <laughs> I've, I know a Christian couple who met on Tinder, which is crazy, it blows my mind. Mm. And they're like a strong Christian couple and that's awesome. But me personally, I, I don't think I can do the online thing. I think mm. so much, yeah, so yeah. much of it is just based mm. on looks. Like, yeah. does this person look good? All right, I'm gonna swipe, swipe yeah. right. <laughs> would you ever do like something like an arranged relationship where they, they t two people I mean one person puts two together and they match you and they match you I would it just depends like, who it is like um, love is blind it can work though yeah. it can work it depends on the person because love is blind is basically you don't see this person you're just having oh so we're not even going to see them it's no, not no. Oh. a conversation just asking questions back and forth you just hear like, their voice oh <laughs> I could try it whatever yeah no, that's good though because maybe I would. I'm the end of the day. When I go on a TV show, no, I definitely like I'm not sitting in those little pods. I'm not doing that. But it's one of those ones. Like I, yeah, I don't think I. Can. It's hard. And if it was from my mom, no disrespect, but I would be very hesitant. But, but if it was from no, listen, no. honestly, guys, arranged marriages, especially when it comes from your, your parents, actually have a pretty good understanding of what is good for you because they've experienced it and they may not get the physical part of a person right but they have the personality it's true it's true they're not looking for physical they're looking yeah. for is this a quality yeah. this is person like yeah. a good person so and we reject and we reject people be parents be um, recommending like these men and these men be like oh come come and cook and clean for me I'm telling you, but listen, I know there's some yeah. good ones out there. Yes. Would you trust your mom or, or relative to pick somebody for you, and do you think they would pick the right <laughs> Jay person for you? Are you guys giving me a No, I'm giving me a little bit. I'm maybe. open to it. I'm yeah. open to it. Um, I'll definitely go on a date with that person and see if see what happens from there. Um, I'm not gonna say no. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Out of respect, I, I, I would say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do this for you. Mm. Would you? Honestly, I feel like it's a no. I know my mom's going to watch this podcast because she wants to see the episode. <laughs> but it's a no. I think, I don't know. Say I, mommy? No, I love my mom, but I yeah. think there's just some core things that maybe we probably don't align with. So when it comes to even like spirituality, like right. she might think that I'm a little too intense in some areas, mm. but like that's just an area I can't you really can't, waver yeah. in. Mm. So do you guys think our personal standards hinder us from meeting the right person? Because mm. it might for me, like to be honest. I think it depends what, what it yeah. is and what those standards <clears> are. <throat> so when I talk about spirituality or spiritual leadership like having an expectation Oh, yeah, what were you saying? Um, what were you saying? Spirituality and your standards. standards. Oh, yeah, okay. So that's something that 
it actually makes sense, I think. Mm. You know, you want someone who draws you closer to Jesus, who challenges you, who has the maturity yeah. to lead you, lead a family, whatever. Mm. But then I think some personal standards are based on what we think we deserve or what we think we want or based on our ideal of who we are. Mm. So I think sometimes people have standards, but it doesn't align with like their reality. Mm. So it's like, I want this and this and this, but it's like, can you reciprocate that? Like, can mm. you be like a match to that? And sometimes it's like, no, and that's okay. But like, you got to know yourself and you got to know what you lack as well. Yeah. I think that's why people set themselves up for failure. I like that because I've seen in my own life, like, coming out of uh, high school, going into university, even coming out of university, I was like, man, I would love a strong Christian woman in my life. Mm. And I'm like, I look back and I'm like, were you that strong Christian man? <laughs> and the answer was no. Yeah. So my personal standards were too high because mm. I, I wasn't that strong Christian man. So how can you expect a strong Christian woman when you're, when you're not putting in work to become that? a strong Christian man. Yeah, because sometimes unconsciously we want that woman to kind of like mold us, you yeah. know, to be stronger in like faith, to be stronger mm -hmm. with their sexual purity because we may, you know, um, suck at that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we may ruin their lives. Like, <laughs> we may um, trip them up into um, sexual sin and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. yo, don't even waste someone's time because... Why you want another Christian to fall because you're desired to And somebody says it's easier for somebody to pull you down than to bring somebody yeah. up. And so as a Christian, if you have a strong woman or man yeah. and you're not in, you're not as strong, you're both, yeah, you're most gonna, likely will fall. Yeah, exactly, it's, yeah. There's a higher chance for you to fall than for you to be obedient to Christ and yeah. follow mm -hmm. along because it's hard. Yeah. It's hard up here. Yeah. But, yeah, but you have a question? Oh, did you do no, that? I was just thinking, for me, standards, like, yeah, they have changed over the years, for yeah. sure. It changed from, like, physical yeah. to, like, um, certain things that I'm, like, looking for, like, to be active and, like, yeah. all these things. And it's, like, now my focus is more so the inner mm. and, like, even in terms of, like, their family and what they're bringing yeah. along, how their families, like, that, those core things that are valuable to me, yeah. it's definitely changed over the years and, like, I think that's why it's like God works in you because he's trying to pull those things away that are just like basically distracting you from actually understanding why he gives you a partner, yeah. right? And why he desires for us to have people around us and to yeah. help us through our journey. So yeah, kingdom, when you have a kingdom mindset and you start to yeah. allow Christ to just renew your mindset, yeah. you it's different the way that you look at people. 100%. And yeah. it's not just like... And yeah. obviously, God knows our desires regardless. So he's yeah. not going to give us somebody that's, like, completely off from what I we desire. So he's going to give you at least a good a good portion that you'll yeah. be satisfied with. Yeah. And, and the rest is, like, he's teaching you to be yeah. satisfied. Right? Absolutely. And I think, like, yeah, he does love you enough to mm -hmm. give you a match. Like, <laughs> fundamentally, you're looking for someone to, like, live a life on mission with. Right. So, like, there has to be some, like, there has to be a bit of a fit there. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, it it does, <laughs> it does change a lot with age. And yeah. I think, honestly, like, when it comes to things like physical looks, like, mm. that's probably where I think, at least in the church space and Christian space, people struggle with a lot. Like, yeah. when I speak to young women, like, they're so worried that, like, God's going to give them someone so who's cute. nice, <laughs> but he's so ugly. <laughs> he's not cute. Or, like, it's yeah. not going to be anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Very true. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel like I definitely died to my standard. It is. Because if I chase that, it's, I'm just going to be running in a rat race, to be yeah. honest. Um, unfortunately, I'm, that, I'm still that type of man that would say, no offense, Jaden, like I can't like, marry a white girl. Nothing wrong with white people. Nothing wrong. They're, trust me. But I'm just, I don't know. I think it's culture-wise. Like, you know, I don't want to teach yeah. this person something. I don't want to, you know, I want to stay in my, you know, culture, which is, you know, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe God will shock me and say, hey, here's your new been white queen. I always tell him, I said, you don't know. Yeah, you don't it's know. true, though. But, I mean, hey, you but, get a lot yeah. more options if you open your mind up to different cultures and races. True. Yeah. true. I was definitely true. closed off, too, trust yeah. me. And I feel like parents can come into that. Oh, yeah, totally and friends and all those people if you just listen to people's advice and not your own thoughts because you may like desire someone who has those personality traits mm -hmm. and is of that race or that ethnicity right and you just count them out because of that right yeah. so i think i've learned a lot over the years too and just you know maybe you have a fight with your parents like i always struggle and tussle with that area yeah. of like you know what i don't know how my parents are gonna feel but it's what God wants for me, yeah. right? So maybe he'll help me through that tussle with my parents to be able to yeah. have a smooth relationship afterwards. So Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to ask, since you guys have been in, like, the single uh, status for a long time, have you been embracing it or have you been kind of like, oh, I want to get out of this. I want to, you know, go on to the next thing in my life. So... Or have we been in that season before where you're just like, God, get me out of this single state right yeah. now? Yeah, I've been in that season where I'm like, man, I would love a girlfriend right now. I'm lonely. And, mm. and you see all your friends and the people around you getting in relationships, and you're like, man, I want that. Mm. But uh, you just got to trust God. You got to trust that he... His timing, that his timing is perfect, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that he's making you into that that person who can take on that relationship. Yeah, honestly, I think for me, I I do embrace my singleness. Like, I think I've spent the past few years just being very busy and working a lot and just having a lot on my plate. So I think I'm finally at a place where it's like. I think that time will come, mm -hmm. but like in the meantime, I just kind of want to enjoy my life and actually enjoy my singleness and like live a very full single life. Yeah. In terms of like desiring a relationship, I think I always have, but not to the point that I've ever felt like I'm lacking in that area. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think I've ever been in a place where I felt like, man, like I wish I just had somebody. Yeah. I think I felt like the loneliness may be related to like family or community or other aspects, but. I don't know, I think maybe I've also just been fortunate to have like other single friends mm -hmm. that like have very healthy lives and like are confident and like enjoying life and like it's very full. Mm -hmm. I yeah. What do you think is like wrong like in terms of like, do you think there's not enough men? Do you think men are not being bold enough? Do you like, because I have sisters too. Yeah. And it's like, I have like a lot of women around me that are older and um, no one's approaching them. Or I don't know, maybe some people are. But what do you think is like wrong as a woman? Like, are we not serious? <laughs> is there not enough of us? Is there like, you know? Is there a shortage or something? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I kind of think there is though, to be yeah. honest. Like, I think I was, 
I was reading the stats or listening to stats somewhere and they were saying like in the next 10 years about 40% of all Christian women in the church will remain single for their entire lives which is actually a very high percentage. That is very high. But they're seeing this all over churches that there's just more Christian women in churches than there are Christian men mm -hmm. and like godly men as well. Mm -hmm. And often when there is a godly man, he's not going to be on the market for that long. <laughs> I just think that's just honest truth. Like, you know, when there's someone who's good and he's stable and he has his life together and he's in a place, you know, where he's ready to lead, more than likely if he wants to get into a relationship, he can. But I think it also kind of just depends on your social environment. Mm. So maybe mm. the church that you go to, is there like a healthy percentage of singles? Mm. Singles that are your age, singles that are in your life stage. Mm. And then maybe it also depends on like, what is like the mission God has for you? If you know that and you've spent time kind of flushing through that, then you know that there's specific direction. And then it's like, you kind of have to find someone who matches that and aligns with that. And that gets challenging. So yeah, I do think there is a shortage of men. Um, <laughs> But I think sometimes it's also just like the environment that you're in. Yeah. And it's tricky when it's like, at our church, for example, it's like, man, that's where you spend a lot of your time. That's where you yeah. serve. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the community that you live in. It's just your natural environment. What do you have exposure to? So I think it's a lot of factors. But it's rough. It is rough. It is rough. But then some people may have, okay, let me go to the next church and, and, and see you know, who's out there. Then yeah. you're out here competing with more women. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You're competing with more women. And, but I don't think it's you guys' fault. Like, honestly, I just think that men are slow to get their life more serious. And it's, yeah. I think it shouldn't be like that, to be honest. Because women get their act quicker like than men. It's also to, <laughs> it's also to, like, um, I think, like Mathula was saying, like, men, there's not a lot of Christian men in the church. And it's hard, it's actually quite hard to get men to stay in like come into church but then stay in the church get connected to community build in brotherhood like yeah it's quite difficult and that's why it's like yeah. most times what i've seen the trend and i don't know if this is true but they'll grab them when they're like in their teenage years like by the time they get to 16 17 18 they they fall off it'll be a good period of time maybe they go in and out in and out in and out by the time they hit their 30s they'll come back and that's when they start like, and that's know? usually when they have a family. I was hearing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> usually, like they grab the families of the males that have families, yeah. and that's how they stay. But like, we're trying to get them when they're single, yeah. and it's like, it's yeah. it's very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. Jean, how do you feel about that? Like, do you? <laughs> I wanted to add on that on that question that Janet asked about being. Um, Embracing. Yeah, embracing your singleness. Mm -hmm. I've been in that place where you are desperate for a for mm -hmm. a relationship. Not maybe not desperate, but you're wanting one. Mm -hmm. um, and when you're in that place, you're vulnerable, and you're vulnerable to yeah. kind of set aside some of your beliefs yeah. just to maybe take on yeah. a girl who's interested you'll become complacent almost just because you want that relationship so bad and I think that's a very dangerous place and yeah it's no oh, it's tough yeah, yeah you lower your standards yeah. to yeah. get what you want in the moment and then you end up burning yourself and now you have to go through a next cycle of healing from oh scars gosh, yeah. 
and all of that stuff. So it's like exactly. Christian men that are listening, please stay strong. Yeah. <laughs> stay yeah. strong in your faith. You know, work on yourself, and that right one will come on. Will come along because I know so many stories. A man is so many, so many working on his faith. Yeah. The one he really wants is doesn't not ready. So let me just talk to this friend, do some stuff, and then oh shoot, I don't know what I just did. Yeah. Then you hurt that person. Now that person's faith is, yeah. is comes down, and now you're fine, but your faith is is, yeah. is down too. And now we're in this cycle of the same thing. Mm. So it's like it's tough. No, it is really tough, and I'm glad you said that, Jaden, because I think it's very true, and I think you see a lot of people fall through that. I will also say that, like, for anyone that is feeling that way and, like, feeling that deep loneliness, like, it's also okay to feel that. Like, it's very normal to feel that. We're, like, wired for intimacy, and we're wired for a relationship, and we're wired for companionship. The best thing you can actually do is find yourself surrounded in healthy community and be able to work through those emotions but also draw closer to god i know drawing closer to god never sounds as sexy <laughs> but like that's when god is going to do some of his best yeah, work for sure yeah i just wanted to add like on that topic of like i feel there's a, also a lack of like mentorship in terms of like for oh men and how to be how to pursue a woman or how to uh be a husband or how to be a good you know man like yeah. what should you do how should you court like and i feel like women have that majority of the time they have yeah. female community large amounts yeah. of it but males maybe they they don't are not wanting to be vulnerable which kind of yeah. hurts the process of being able to talk to men or older men and be mentored yeah. um, in that way so i think that's like another huge issue yeah that's so true i think the lack of discipleship like generation to generation like it trickles down and impacts us all like literally like a generation like like 20 years above us where it's like you have like you don't have a lot of men in the church maybe you have like a lot of moms or like that's how it was for me growing up coming to church with their kids and there's no men like discipling there and then you have the next generation then you have people that fall away now they're coming back with their little babies and their wives and stuff but they're too busy with their families like they don't have time to like take a young boy and sit with him and journey with him and walk through him so now you have like these like teens in their early 20s and they don't really have anyone to be like I was there I've been through it and I've gotten like on the other side of it so people don't know what it looks like they have no reference point. Mm, 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 it's mm, hard. No GPS at all. We yeah. ain't got people speaking, <laughs> speaking to us. I think I, I had one person tell me, one man tell me in the church, he said, I think I mentioned therapy. He's like, therapy? Why are you going to therapy? I said, whoa. Like, from there, I'm like, okay, block door. You're, I'm not letting you in. Like, for, for you to just, like, say something like that, yeah. it's just very astonishing and also when I go hear stories from men because I'll be like sitting with men like wow like like sometimes men act like they mm-hmm. haven't dealt with sexual sin they haven't had urges they have nothing it's like I'm married boom I'm on a scene with kids mm-hmm. that's it it's like yo tell me like yeah. tell me a little bit about your life so you know I can learn and tell others as well right yeah. so yeah we gotta be more blunt and vulnerable because people need it yeah. that's why I hopefully will do with um, the younger ones as well, so, yeah. Yeah, I think there's in church in general, like, well, now it's changing the culture of it. Mm-hmm. They're teaching about singleness and embracing yeah. it, but it hasn't been that long ago where no. it was about dating and how to find the right person and who to look for and read all these books and 
the steps to get all to the, to the stage of marriage and all of these things. And so like now it's it, the culture has changed where they're teaching singleness, but there has to be a point where sometimes I feel like it might be too much about like embracing singleness. I don't know if there's like a line of like, cause then it can turn into like women like, yeah, I'm gonna stay single and sister soldier like yeah, you know, or the man is like either way whatever vice versa and so it's like it could be where women are like okay i'm gonna focus on myself and that could change into like my career and focusing on all these things but then it's like it happens all the time yeah it's, it's like especially these days time. like it's it's so sad it's like i think your career is important but i think what we miss is like we never teach and model singleness in a healthy way so it's like okay you're single now so you're gonna serve and you're gonna do all of these things and it's like well hold on what does it mean for me to be single and enjoy my life what does it mean for me to be single and have balance yeah that's so true and then it's like okay I have my career but it's so hard these days because I think back in the day like there was more community rallying around the Mm. idea of creating opportunities for people to meet right but now it's like we no longer have that so like most people that i know they meet someone through their personal and social networks Mm -hmm. but now it's like we don't really have that in a natural way but we put a lot of that energy into networking our career Mm. building our career building Mm. our portfolio like building ourselves up in that right but now i'm in the workplace and i'm looking around me and i see a lot of single successful women in their 30s moving into their 40s and they are single as a pringle and they are not happy and you can see it you can Mm. see that their desire is for a relationship and intimacy and they've Mm. spent all of this time and energy building up one facet of their life Mm. and it's like you have to put an effort into whether it's dating whether it's meeting someone the pursuit of someone like we hate to say it but it is work and you have to carve out time in your schedule in your life in the way that you navigate the way that you move to create opportunities Mm -hmm. for that and it sucks we don't set people up for success like I'm from the church culture where it's like just keep serving God and like the rest of your is going to come like Boaz just be like Ruth and Boaz will find you somehow no it's so bad I didn't even talk because that whole thing you just said is a clip okay (laughs) listen people are not journeying with people that's they're, the thing, they're, yeah. they're getting to the, the end point yeah. and be like, okay, I'm ready for this relationship now. But it's no, you have to journey yeah. with someone and it you could just be friends with people, you can like you can get to know people and journey, but it's like I'm just gonna focus on and build this facet of my life and then when it's time, God's gonna It's not you gonna know? work like that. <laughs> Ruth positioned herself That's Ruth what was she in the field. She was at his feet, she was like Naomi you know. had a whole scheme. Yes. She was like, "You're gonna get that man. Yeah. That man is yours." Like, but you're gonna work. You're, you're gonna, gonna work. work, and you're gonna do it, yeah. and you're gonna serve God. But yeah. you're also gonna take care of the other pieces. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like a lot of women and men too can get to a point where they're like, "No, I need to be whole. I need to be whole." And I and I like I said, I went to this conference and I asked certain people about what does it mean to be whole. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? People be saying that like, and a lot of people's like, "Yeah, it's a, it's an excuse." You know, hold up, hold up. No, I was just gonna say it depends on what, like, what areas of your life you need to be whole in order to be ready for whatever season God is providing for you or putting you into. Because you're never gonna be whole in terms of like fully, like you're gonna, you can't. There's certain aspects of like when you're in a Christian that you're never gonna fully be be whole whole until you get to heaven. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. But there's certain aspects of your life that need to be. It should it should be voiced as I am growing. 
Now, like, I need to be whole until I get a relationship. You probably have it, and I love it. I want you to tell me what you feel. But I, I just feel like it's like this excuse of I need to be whole. But it's like if that right person comes into me, you'll drop that whole wholeness thing and be like, I want to be ready for you and stuff like that. That's just my opinion. But let me hear yours. So I agree with you. I think I think we kind of set ourselves up for failure, and I think more of our values even in like a christian space about marriage is so aligned with like western societal values of kind of success and what yeah. that looks like so what i hear now more is yeah i do want to get married but i also want to have my career and i want to be able to have a house and i want to be have be able to have some of these things lined up yeah. so then i can move into the next stage whereas like maybe generations ago marriage and that idea of coming together with another person it's almost like a natural like coming of age or progression right. as you grow in age so it's like yeah maybe you don't have everything together but you've met someone you've found them and obviously it's tied to like having children and things like that but people were able to get married younger and go through life together and grow yeah. together and journey together and I actually think that's beautiful like yeah. I'm not opposed to yeah. young couples getting married yeah. but you just have to know that you're coming in with something a little less perfect a little bit rougher on the edges but you can actually make that work and have a beautiful thing but now we're chasing this idea of like perfection and success and like everything is clean cut and the reality is it's not going to look like that yeah. but yeah I think we do kind of set ourselves up for yeah. I think the whole concept of being whole is pretty simple. I think it's just finding your identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. And when you find your identity in Christ, he will make you whole and he will make you satisfied with being single. Mm -hmm. And when you become satisfied being, with being single and satisfied with yourself, then you can start to look out because yeah. mm -hmm. you have you have the Holy Spirit working in you. Right, and so yeah. once you have that, then you can start to look for a real yeah. relationship. I like what he said. That's true. That is so true. Because the Holy Spirit does guide you in like, discernment is so key when it comes so to So key, oh my gosh. <laughs> we out here going blind eye like. Oh my goodness. We are like, blind eye like out here just <laughs> like. like <laughs> just trying to see where my, where my, my man, where's my partner at? Where you can't see properly, right? And it's like, you, and like Jesus said, you have to kind of let the Holy Spirit guide you. And like once you find your identity in Christ, yeah. it's like everything else will just overflow because you're coming from a place yeah. of who God says you are, right? And so if you know your identity and who God says you are, you're not going to go any lower than that, right? Yeah. And so you're going to also try to find somebody who's also found themselves in their identity in Christ. Yeah. And not like, because at the end of the day, people will define you if you can't define yourself. So That's so true. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Like, if you don't know who you are, I'm going to, if you don't know who you are, for example, if you don't know your name, I'm going to give you a name, right? Yeah. So, that's or like, like the world, like. Yeah, the world will define you. They'll give you a label. They'll say, this yeah. is who you are, and that's how all you're going to be, right? And so, yeah. that's why it's so key to just really just embrace this singleness, because yeah. it is, it is so much fun. Yes, yeah. there's parts of it that are just yeah. like, Ugh. I would love yeah. to have somebody with me during this, of but it's course. like, if you have people around you, community. Yeah. It, it will fill those areas of your part, of your life that you're just like, oh, I'm missing this yeah. person. And I think that's where, I love that how we had the Galentines. Because yeah. it reminds you that intimacy yeah. or like, you find that in friendship, right? And you so, do. like, we, we don't need to, like, Jesus didn't have anybody. He had God. <laughs> he had his disciples. Mm -hmm. He modeled it for us. And so, it's not like, Obviously, God wants us to be in relationship, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean to be in a romantic relationship. It could be mm. community, right? Your church family, 
family members, like really embracing those mm. moments where like you have one-on-one -on -one conversations, you're able to go out with a friend and travel and experience yeah. the world and just do these diff different things that will fill mm -hmm. you and satisfy you. And then you will be reminded of God's goodness. You'll be reminded totally. of God's love for you. And so yeah. all those things just add up. And so by the time you get your partner, you're just like, listen, I'm, I'm full. I'm full. <laughs> And now this is an overflow. Totally. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's not like I'm empty and now you're trying yeah. to fill me up. So, and I think there's so much joy in that once you get to that stage where you're full and there's an overflow yeah. and like people get to see that. They see the overflow of both people. Um, and that's where you see happy marriages and people just yeah. showing you an example of what it is to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. So. yeah. It's so important to embrace your singleness and just be yeah. happy in this time. Mm -hmm. Because when you get married and you have kids. Is You're gonna miss being yeah, a lot of people say that. Yeah. 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 I had a forty-year-old um, couple, I guess. So they're like eighty something, and they were married for forty years. Okay. So. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> the lady looked at me. She's like, "Stay single. That's not true. <laughs> no, please. You get married later on. You stay yeah. single." I'm like, "Wow." Like, he's like, "Yeah, I love him. I love being with him yeah. all the time." But it's like. Stay single for longer, do it. I'm mm -hmm. like, wow, like, yo, she's talking and she told me this. I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I just wanted to add in terms of like, I think we mm -hmm. talked about when we did our Galentines. When I mentioned that to people, people were like, Galentines? Mm -hmm. Like, they looked at me like, mm -hmm. I don't do that. What is a yeah. Galentine? Tell people. Well, is having your girls or having people who you love. The gather. Yeah, well, together. for girls, but I mean, it could be a male. You know, Valentine's is that what you Malentine. call it? Valentine's. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. He didn't want to leave you. Yeah, he didn't want to leave you. But like, yeah. it, it made me think of like intimacy and how we were talking about it and yeah. how like the idea of intimacy for most people is romantic, right? It's yeah. like okay, you know what? It's when I we are together. It's maybe when we you know do yeah. stuff together with a, a male partner. But like intimacy, the way the Lord sees it is totally different so it's it's community it's a brother and sister yeah. it's maybe a little child like intimacy yeah. spending time with them and i feel like that's what lacks to help us kind of like feel whole in terms of like in yeah. all our parts of our life not just yeah. the romantic sense but like are you whole like with your a brother of yours yeah. or like a child you know yeah. can you express that intimacy with a child or yeah. you know it sounds weird but like intimacy is just honestly love and time and being intentional yeah. so um, yeah yeah sorry now i just had to i don't know where he went but anyway that's <laughs> actually talking about that are you guys content if you didn't get married would you be content would you be okay i wouldn't be and i think that's okay too yeah i think i desire to be married and i desire to have mm -hmm. a family and have children and yeah i think marriage is honestly a beautiful thing i think singleness is too but mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. I think if I was to be content without getting married, the Lord would really have to show me <laughs> and yeah. tell me. Like, <laughs> in a dream. my plan is for you to be single <laughs> for your whole life. This is a sign. One, two, yeah. three. That's just sign. Exactly. And then I say, okay, okay, I'll be single and I'll follow what you have for me. But yeah. until that happens, yeah. um, I'm not going to be content. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say until God's like literally in my ear or yeah. like yeah. like yeah. like it's obvious, head. like it's on blazing, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, there's no doubt. Yeah. Then for sure, I'll definitely. Be, but it's definitely gonna be. Yeah. 
hard for sure mm-hmm. I, that would definitely shake me for sure but once again his kingdom is way more important than my own fleshly yeah. desires yeah. to be honest that's so, what he wanted yeah yeah like he would give you everything yeah you exactly yeah. and so he knows exactly why he put me on this earth and it's much it's far greater yeah. than me just being married having kids and yeah chilling, you know so what about you? would you would you be okay no <laughs> no. Even I would still struggle even if he told me. Yeah. <laughs> It'd probably take a little bit yeah. of time to settle in and maybe like the way he directed my life, like I'd have to kind of be like, okay, I get like why I'm mm-hmm, single. Mm-hmm. Not like mm-hmm. it can't just be like audible and then that's it. He'd have to kinda of, like show me over the year and then I'd yeah. come into it and be like, Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. And I feel like for me, if I do like the only not the only way, but like if I would be comfortable with it if I have community, mm-hmm. you know, like sure. if I have those people around me to be intimate with or have those girls. Because sometimes when your friends get married, you lose that. It's hard, yeah. They get yeah. You, you don't know what to do. Like they have kids and you yeah. don't have those friends anymore to give you that time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't dwell on that question too much. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not my question. It's fine. I'll keep it moving. Said, would you be okay if you weren't married? You've got no, <laughs> I mean, it's not a like a need, but like, I don't think I would do too well over the rest of my life. I'm just being honest, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know who said this to me, but it's not a Bible verse. But someone like, um, like if a Christian man is faithful in his walk and he's, um, you know, abstaining from sexual sin, but he know he has a desire for it, you know, he should be married, right? So yeah. I'm that man, to be honest. <laughs> I need, you no, know, not me, but I desire to be married one yeah. day. So singleness ain't for me for the rest of my life. I can be single to like 30, I think. Okay. 31, two, you know, yeah. but... Nothing past, nothing past 35. Listen, that, I don't know what my life is. Just I don't know what my life is, so whatever the Lord wants to do, he can do so. And once again, I think, too, obedience is key. Like, God is going to be telling you to do certain things and commanding you and directing yeah. you to do certain things and leading you by the Holy Spirit. But if you disobey, you're literally just kind of delaying those things yeah. that he has Absolutely. for you. And he hears your desires. It's like, okay, I want to give this to you, but... Can you do this first? Yes. Like, it's there, but yeah. you got to do this first. Yeah, it's like a door. And so it's like every door you keep opening and it gets you to the next thing. And so I think a lot of us have desires, but it's just obedience and just so listening true. and yeah. following and just trusting that, hey, if he says, do this, yeah. go here, don't do this, stay here. Yeah. Mm. It's because he's trying to get you to those places mm. that you prayed for a while ago that you probably even forgot about, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm trying to get you there. Yeah. But you're not, you're not obeying me. So. Yeah. But last question, just to kind of wrap this up, like, what are you looking forward to in the next few months of this current season of your life or this year oh yeah the year mm-hmm. but i say the months because sometimes you don't know what the year is going I'm looking forward to just continuing to grow in my knowledge and my love for God that's something that I've really focused on and really zoned in on since mm-hmm. joining CCC mm-hmm. CCC has been so big for my life because it's provided a Christian community that I lacked mm-hmm. and so just really growing in and understanding what God's plan is for me and, mm-hmm. and just seeking him. Um, 
I know there's a there's a verse in in Philippians, and it and it says um, it's God working in you, giving you the desire to please Him. So if you seek God, He will He will acknowledge that, and He'll He'll work in you and 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 through you. So that's that's what I'm focused on. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so beautiful. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I really can't. Honestly, I'm just going to be like, I just want to have fun this year and enjoy my life. But it's true, you know, I think, I think I've reached, I guess, just a different level of depth and intimacy with Jesus, and I've just been enjoying it so much. Like, it's so sweet and tender, and I'm just so overwhelmed in this place that I don't really want to leave it. So I think I want to continue to grow in that way and enjoy this space and this I guess, new kind of chapter of our relationship. Mm. And also just enjoy life. Like, I'm looking forward to having fun this year, maybe traveling, just doing yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, those, that type of stuff. I'm with you on that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. For me, for me, I just want to, <laughs> in this season, I want to, I don't know what I said last episode, but in this season, I want to love myself more and love other people more. Mm. Like, even in their flaws and all, I want to love them. Mm-hmm. I want to have more friendship, intimacy. Um, but I, I don't want to like um, comf- navigate off of um, a cup that's empty. Like I want to be full, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And just being stern on my sabbatical, literally. Like I just want to take that date and don't call me, don't text me. Like I really want to experience that more. Just having some time away off this weekend was just like wow. Like you think more you clear. Like, the thoughts just, yeah. all that, you know, Toronto's so yeah. fast-paced, it's like, a, you know, a drug. But then when things slow down, just go yeah. up north, everything just stops. Yeah. But you don't even have to go up north, just go Wherever, somewhere. whatever it is. And everything yeah. just stops. So, yeah. like, really, like, taking in or really yeah. doing that sabbatical, that, you know, having a consistent sabbatical. So, if people say, oh, if Janice says, hey, can we go chill on this day? And this <laughs> I might have to say, yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> Rich is going to be it's hard. Vice versa. <laughs> I said it's actually vice versa, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah, so yeah, just loving myself and loving people more and, mm-hmm. and operating from a cup that's very full. full. Yeah, it's not, mm-hmm. no more emptiness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ah, uh, for me. Yeah, just exploring and kind of seeing where the Lord's, um, my giftings, and where I can use them. I think that's where I'm at right now, where, like, whatever I read, which is crazy, like, this year has been, like, whatever I read literally comes to the the next day, or, like, that's so good, and I have to be, like, wait, Lord, you're really just, like, (laughs) you're you're just, you're making me do the action right away, like, sometimes when you read it, we just read it, right, Mm -hmm. and I want it to be a person where I don't just read it, I read it, and I acted and I apply it to my life I apply it to my week and um, that's one thing I want to keep doing and kind of being a doer of the word and not just reading it and um, yeah just explore and and travel and just have better female friendships it's hard it's hard to have female friendships at least for me because like males it feels like oh it's not drama but females are needed and it's so um, needed it's hard sometimes it's a lot of work and it's I think it's hard to find the right match as well like you want to find people that you mesh with mm-hmm. and like it is work but it should also have like a level of easiness and lightness yeah, to natural. it yeah. yeah I agree um for me it's the same thing with Methula just embracing this season of like really getting to know God yeah. and just 
just being it with him, it's yeah. so much fun. It sounds very weird for people who are probably listening, but it's just like, it's satisfying. Yeah. Like he really, like you just get to learn more about him and how powerful he is and how much he has to offer. And like just reading the word, it just keeps revealing new things about him. Mm. And so like, it's like a new friend, it's like a friendship. Every day you get to learn yeah. something new and like it just keeps growing deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and deeper. and. It's just exciting to get to unreal like the presents like every Christmas you just keep opening up gifts. It's like it's no, new. really. What's crazy I think is like when you read it reveals so much about yourself. That's why I love about yeah. it. Where it's like yeah. I never knew this was yeah. about me. Like yeah, yeah, how yeah. do I like I have this? I I gossip mm-hmm. like what? Like you never thought like you do, but yeah. like when you read the words physically and they're reflecting who yeah. you are, yeah. like it's a mirror. the Bible is mirroring you for sure. Whoever thinks that it's not it. It's a mirror. Sure you you know. are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm. Yeah, I'm traveling. Like I want to. If I had all the money in the world, I'd be everywhere. <laughs> I'll be everywhere. You would not see me here. But that's yeah. The goal is to just travel and explore, whether it's a road trip or fly out or something like that. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys yeah. so much. Thank you. Yeah. You guys are so cool. I really like this oh, conversation. Like <laughs> well, you guys are awesome. You guys are just amazing people. And I'm very grateful that you guys were willing and accepted our invitation to our podcast. You guys, one thing, the flow. Like, mm, you guys just kind of like... It was the Holy Spirit. Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he led in this conversation. No, seriously. I was no, like, it was, good. I it was like good. Like you guys, you paused. You kind of like, wait. I don't know. It was just good. I like when things flow. It's natural. Yeah, man. connected the dots. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. You, you were very like. I'm gonna sit back and then I'm gonna collect these thoughts and hit you with a boom. Yeah, literally, <laughs> you know? literally. But yes, thank you guys so much. And for those who are listening, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I did, and it was just very fun and just natural. Oh, yeah, and so natural. If you haven't done it, wait. You I have a Bible verse for you before we go. Sorry, you're just, you just. I was trying to I find a way to. Connect. I didn't even know that was part of it. No, no, ahead. but it just. I'm go like, ahead. wow. Go ahead. You gave me this Bible verse. It's <laughs> <laughs> from Matthew chapter 23, verse 26. It says, "Blind Pharisee, fleur, fleurs. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup." And dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Let me say that again. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Mm-hmm. My gosh, the conversation we had on the phone. Wow, we had a revelation. Like whoa, like you know, Nana can be in church. Nice skin, nice smile, looking like Tyrese <laughs> from the nineties. You know, serving, doing all this, but the man's hurting inside. Yeah. You know, he's trying to give people advice, all of this stuff, but his insides is not right. You know, so that's what the verse is saying. I'm not saying I'm that, but I'm just that's what the verse yeah, is saying. So you know, so it's like clean the inside of you, and then God will give you the one you want it's in true. you know marriage and relationship. It first has to start with you. Plant that seed, you know, and then watch it grow. Watch it grow. You have to have good soil first before that seed can flourish into that nice apple tree. <laughs> that <laughs> nice peach tree. You know, that peach tree. Mm. Can you imagine what I'm saying right now? Clean the inside of you with the scrub. You guys know the silver scrub at home? 
clean it with the steel brush. Okay, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Thanks for having us. This was <laughs> so much fun. Oh, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you once again. If you are listening, I hope you guys subscribe just like right now yeah, and just subscribe. followed us because this but was... But do friends subscribe. Jada's <laughs> friends subscribe. Come on, come on. Follow us on Instagram, the Juxtaposition Podcast, underscore on Spotify, Google, Apple, you name it. Obviously, we're on YouTube if you're watching us. Mm. Subscribe, like, and share with someone if you found this very helpful, if you find that it's going to bless them. Um, once again, and just leave your comments below and let yes. us know what else you want to hear. I don't know if you want if you're on Instagram or you want people to follow you. I don't yeah, know if you have anything special. You could just find her. If you yeah, you can find her. Jada, I don't know if you have Instagram or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I got Instagram. Jaden Van Veen. J-Y-D-O-N. V-A-N-V-E-E-N. There you go. You got it. Shoot me that follow. Shoot me that follow. Once again, we appreciate you. I hope you guys were blessed by this. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. We're the Bye. greatest um, podcast in the world. Bye. Bye.